podcast where we talk to musicians of today and yesterday about all the stories that you probably haven't heard of before this week i talked to my good friend mr jay jackson in part one of two on an unintentional two-parter see i started this podcast uh, i don't know a number of years ago or i had the idea for it anyway and i started and i recorded the first episode with jay way back in december of 2014 which is the episode you're going to hear today and then I completely forgot about it and got lazy. And then all these years later, we're actually doing the podcast. And then that comes up with next week will be part two that I recorded uh, in late May of this year. So it's going to be kind of neat. This week, we uh, talk a little bit about Jay's history, where he's been uh, at the time, his musical projects and, and what his hopes for the future are. And then next week, we'll get to hear about what actually ended up happening. I don't know. It's a lot of fun stuff. There's uh, there's cool things in there and lots of uh, shenanigans that come through that uh, mostly me and Jay just kind of yelling at each other for a while. So enjoy this week's episode. Hooray! I didn't realize you were actually recording until you started talking. I'm like, oh, wait. Oh, snap. He's, oh, I guess we're starting this thing. It's, it's an old, old recording <laughs> trick. You, you, just, you just start going. And the, when, you uh, catch your guests off guard. Well, not so much that. You, you, you talk. You get them... Just open up and relax, whatever, mm. and then you start going. But it doesn't help if you kind of say, "All right, now we're gonna start." Uh, <laughs> let me fumble on my own words here, and everything. Uh, you just throw them right, just throw them right in the thick of things. Just no warning. Just liquor them up and let them go. Pretty much, that's <laughs> the old the old Bill Cosby trick, eh? Uh, okay. <laughs> yeah, we had to. Yes, that's right. I said it. We had to go ahead and get that out of the way. Yep. Sorry. That will not be the last Bill Cosby <laughs> reference tonight, I'm, I'm quite sure. Well, that's all right, because I am so out of the loop of um, anything news-related in the last, well, ever, because I don't watch the news ever, mm-hmm. but in the last three or four months, I don't know jack shit about what's going on in the world. I don't. I know that everyone is mad about everything, and people are rioting about yeah. this and that, and other people are mad at different celebrities. And there's, I, there's, I there's a lot that's that's happening right now, man. I, I, I think it's, you know, it's, it's really sad because I think about this, and I think about like, you know, the civil unrest that they had like back in the day, the '60s, '70s, or even before that, the '20s and '30s, and you know, they had. Uh, back in those days, you had you had Bob Dylan, you had Jimi Hendrix, you had uh, 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 Springsteen or whoever could do, to be the voice of their generation. You, even the uh, so far as the Rolling Stones, the Beatles, uh, all those guys. Even the, you look at the '90s, Nirvana, Snoop Dogg, Ice Cube. All those guys are speaking to their generation, and we don't have that anymore. We don't have that kind of talent. We don't have. You know, every everything now is garbage. And I work in radio. I can say that. It's garbage. You ever heard this song called uh uh Lifestyles? It's by uh it's it's by it's Rich Homie Kwan and Young Thug. And that's a whole separate I thing in itself. But the, uh, I yeah. I don't know who either of those people are. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. This is what I'm saying. Like and and the and the like the chorus of the song like sound it this this it sounds like Elmer Fudd having a stroke, you know. That's the course of the song. That's the course of the song. That's it. It's and it's an and it's a number one hit. Right hand to God. This song was number one in the country. That Robert is why we can't have nice things. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I guess. Well, that just means that if there's no voice for the voiceless at the moment you can step in fill that void and you can be what everybody leans to they go what is what is what should i do well what what does mr j jackson say that we should do Uh where where should we go from there and i I don't know that i i'm the example that you want (laughs) i don't know i don't know if i'm the one you want leading the people man but we know that you're not going anywhere musically because Mm. what is that what the hell is that supposed to mean you're not going anywhere musically. You, you did let me finish. Oh, my God. I just finish. got, like, we're not even six minutes into this thing. And it's just, like, insulting your guests. Is this the precedent that you're going to set here? This sets the tone. 
if you would let me finish, you're not going anywhere musically because you keep quitting and coming back. As in, as in you're not going to quit music. I didn't How is that any better than what you just got through no, saying? No, I just meant you're not you're not going to you're not going to quit. Is what I'm saying. You're uh-huh. going to keep on going. So you're not going anywhere. I don't know. I kind of want to quit now. It's just like you're not going anywhere musically. <laughs> like okay, I'll just, think, you, thanks for thanks, Rob. I'm just gonna I'm gonna go back in the in my music room and hang myself you now. Just jump immediately on the defensive, <laughs> and I have no reason why you would feel inclined to be defensive when I talk to you about your musical career. So ask your questions. Ask guy. my questions. Ask your questions. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, like I said, we got Mr. J. Jackson here. He is a, for the last, I don't know how many years, a, a staple in the Little Rock Central Arkansas musical community. Because I ain't going nowhere. He's not going anywhere. <laughs> he, he has put up put up his uh, his shop here. He is, he's sticking around. He's here for the long haul. Every time he quote-unquote retires, mm. he comes back. I have been to three Three <laughs> my retirement of your shows. retirement show. <laughs> Maybe it's been two, but you've you've said it so much. No, no, no. You know, I well, I mean, it's it's like it's like Cher, man. She does a farewell tour every year. You know, if she can do it, I can do it. I figure. So it's working out. It's working for her. So you are now officially saying you are on the same level as Cher. I'll say it. All right. I'll say it. I'm up there. World exclusive right here. Jay Jackson better than Cher. <laughs> um, the Beatles said they were bigger than Jesus. Jay is bigger than Cher. <laughs> Take that as you will. However we want to go with that. But uh, I don't know. There, I, I know a good a good amount of, of things you've done in recent years, but I don't know. Okay. Musically, where, where, where did you get started? Where did... <laughs> Uh, I, I guess you probably did some stuff in school, or, um, or, or I don't know. Well, in, in church, actually, I um, I sang uh, in the choir for uh, for a number of years uh, when I was younger, and uh, I sounded absolutely atrocious. I was horrible. I couldn't carry a tune in a bucket with if you you know with with three or four people helping me. It was it was it was pretty bad. But after a certain point, I, I think uh, when my uh, about a year after my voice finally changed, 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 yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, I, I, so, should, I should not. Do that. <laughs> I'm just derailing your conversation already. Anyway, uh, yeah, yeah, you. But after after my voice changed, <laughs> it was uh, it was it was a little better. Uh, I'm I'm and I'm not gonna sit here and lie to you and say that I'm you know just a fantastic vocalist. I know that I'm not, but I know how to harmonize. I know where to how to find a pitch, and I know uh, you know how to do that. And I learned that. Oh, yeah, yeah, and I know how to. Uh, and I learned all of that in in church, and uh, it was a combination of just you know doing it with other people and being around other musical people. And uh, watching uh, watching my dad. My dad is a uh, very talented tenor, um, and he played piano for a number of years. And I learned piano, at, you know, at the age of nine, just sitting next to him, just watching what he would do. And he'd play for, you know, 35, 40 minutes, or 45 minutes a day. Uh, and then when he was done, I'd follow up behind him and try to do what he did. And so that's that's how I that's how I grew up. I was always. Uh, I was always around it. I was always in and out of it and fascinated by it. Um, I spent my earliest musical uh, years, I guess you could say, trying to, to play music that I heard in places that I liked. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of it was from video games. So I learned how to play a lot of video game uh, theme songs, Final Fantasy VII, uh, you know, uh, the, the Zelda themes and all like that. Uh, so I, I learned uh, I learned those things, and that's how I learned how to play was uh, by ear. I didn't I wasn't able to read music until uh, until much much later. But uh, that's that's where it all began, and just kind of uh, went on from there. I didn't actually start getting uh, into playing out in front of people in in a uh, bar setting or in a rock type setting or uh, until uh until i was until i was much older i was i was out of the army by that point so did you did you do anything like this like in in college did you have any 
Is it start there a little earlier than that or anything? Um, like? no. I in college I didn't focus so much on music as I did on showmanship. I did a lot of uh, th- musical theater, uh, and and just theater in general. In general, uh, so that's kind of where I learned about the performance aspect of it. You know about projecting and making sure that you're being heard, and you know making sure that the audience is uh, comfortable and can relate to you, right. and and that and establishing a rapport with people. So that that uh, I've I've done that. Uh, for quite some time as well. So uh, when I finally was able to uh, step out on stage uh, for the first time, I uh, I just kind of fell into it, you know, and just was like it was it was it was different, but it was it was the same. A lot of those things translate. Okay. So so speaking of the, the first time that you got out on stage and mm-hmm. did something, was that uh, like musically? Was that for with just Here's solo Jay Jackson doing something. Oh no! With, with oh God no! God no! I was um, I actually my very first band actually was uh, I was living in uh, Biloxi, Mississippi at the time, and I had a um, I should back that up a little bit. This was this would have been 2006 or 2007. Uh, just one of my soldier buddies and I. He he played drums and I played piano, and we're like, hey, we, let's get together and try and try a thing. So we got together and uh it still exists uh somewhere. We didn't have we didn't have a name and we were just we were just Jason and uh Jay, but uh we, there's a there was a recording of us uh just kind of doing some doing some jazz stuff. Um and that was the first uh band that I was in, but we didn't actually play on stage anywhere. That didn't come until uh until I was living in Mississippi afterwards after that. So this was uh, 2000, early like late 2007, early 2008. Okay. Uh, I was in a I was in a band called uh, Letter Bomb. Letter Bomb. Letter Bomb, and it was L E D E R B O M. Letter. Letter Bomb. Don't yeah. Don't don't ask me where the name came from. Letter I have bomb. no idea. But the the guy, uh, the the front man of the band was uh, William Wallace. Okay. That was his. That was his name. It was was, William. was it a metal band? Uh, Ned, it, it was it wasn't a metal band, although I I think that's I, where Will wanted to go with it. I but it, for that one. you can't be I mean you can't be too metal with you know a piano with a jazz piano. <laughs> jazz piano is not you really hit those metal. keys really hard, man. <laughs> <laughs> but that was my first ex- experience being in like a a band that you know for working with other people and all like that. So it was it wasn't. It, it wasn't until uh, much, much later. I was back in Little Rock for a couple of years before I, you know, was able to uh, do some, uh, get out there on, on stage and do some solo guitar stuff mm-hmm. on my own. And then uh, I turned around and did some, uh, uh, joined, a, joined a band, the Keystone Kings at the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then just kind of, everything just kind of went from there. Okay. Now, now with the Keystone Kings, that's when you started... Um or maybe you maybe you were beforehand as well, but that's when you really, if I remember right, you started you know writing and, and mm-hmm. being like an active mm-hmm. like this is I'm gonna input more than just being part of the band. I'm right, gonna contribute. The the Keystone Kings was was where I learned to uh, really, for one, really take my that's I didn't start really taking myself seriously as a musician uh, until. Uh, until the Keystone Kings, because I was there with a group of guys who were really excited about doing it. They just wanted to. They just wanted to play music. They just wanted to rock, mm-hmm. uh, and they wanted to. Uh, and they they didn't care if it was cover songs or if it was original stuff. They just wanted to have fun. Uh, but the guys in that in, in that group, particularly um, uh, my buddy Scott Cherry. And uh, uh, Carl Griffith, who was the who was the drummer, we were the we were the kind of the the nucleus uh, sort of of the group, and and I really enjoyed uh, 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 working with them and song crafting, and that's where I uh, that's kind of where I learned about you know the progressions and and what where to kind of where to kind of go with uh, with a song, where to kind of go with lyrics uh, and that sort of thing, and and the, how the interchange of ideas. It wasn't just you know. Uh, so it wasn't just a solo thing, but it was, uh, but it was good experience for me. Oh, that's good. Um, <clears throat> was that still along the line? Were you, 
with with the Keystone Kings, was it was it far from there where you were? Hey, this is this is my this is my bands making some music or things, and or or did it start to eventually become? Hey, I have ideas that I I really want to flesh out that eventually turns into. Um, not so much like I'm the star of the mm-hmm. show, but you know this this is my party here. You know, yeah. I never, I never. <laughs> it's it's an that's an interesting question. I, somewhere in the past six years, between the time that I started with the Kings and 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 up to now, somewhere I I picked up, I guess a reputation for for uh for wanting to be I don't know I I never never a diva. But being a hard ass of sorts, like mm-hmm. all like wanting things a certain way, and I've and I've never really saw myself like that. I never, I mean, there, yeah, there are there are things that that I hear that you know that I liked that I have certain expectations of going, but I've never been a hard ass about it. I've never it's I've never been like you know it's my way or the highway. You know, for one, because I. I Surround myself. I learned very early on to surround myself with good musicians. Yeah. I'm not gonna tell Josh Kennedy how to play bass. I wouldn't dare. The dude's been playing bass, you know, longer than I've been singing for sure. Uh, or I'm not gonna tell Matt Stone how to play uh, play guitar or anything like that. But I'm, I'm I, what I'm going to do is uh, take these structures, take these song structures, and uh, give them to these guys and say, here, hey, here's what I'm thinking. Uh, see what you can do with it. See, uh, you know, make that make that better and improve upon that. And so that's that's kind of where that came from. So I don't, I, I, I never really thought of myself as the star of the show. The the whole way that the Jay Jackson band came about with with the name was kind of, you know, we had shows booked with the Kings, and then and then when that when that uh, when that ended. Mm-hmm. Uh, we still had shows booked. Well, I've never in my life ever canceled a show. Oh, that's, so that's a good. Yeah, idea. no, never, never. There, I, not in six years of doing this, six plus years of doing this, I have never canceled a show. I just, I just get show. shows canceled on me. <laughs> <laughs> well, you have you have shitty luck. That's it's it ha- it's happens. Thanks. That's what happens when you're Rob Shepard. But if you were Jay Motherfucking Jackson. <laughs> you know you have <laughs> well, it, it, you get to kind of make know, some things makes, happen and then you st- you say things like that it makes me wonder where these <laughs> reputations get started you name the band after yourself here is here is here I, is Hootie and these are your blowfish <laughs> yeah I had to bring the Hootie reference yeah I had to bring the Hootie this is going to be a shorter interview than, than I thought <laughs> we're bringing out the Hootie we can't hossing out the Hootie references all the way but no the name the, the band got named after me because we had shows booked as the Kings and then when that kind of fell apart I just needed a name to put on the flyer and right. it's like for now we'll just call it the Jay Jackson band mm-hmm. and it stuck yeah. we just never we just never got around or changed it we talked about it where there was a there was a, a point in time where we were putting everything on the table you know what type of music we were going to do where we're going to keep trying to book shows uh three hour shows and try to play a lot or how often we were going to play and one of the main things on the table was the name of the band because i didn't i didn't i i didn't want it to be about just me mm-hmm. you know i i i wanted to uh be able to you know put on a show and an experience that that uh that had the guys uh, who were backing me up or who are who i was playing with you know, could be a part of mm-hmm. and feel like they were a part of. Right. So that's that. So that was so the so the whole that whole thing was kind of incidental to yeah. to the mute. What to me, the main point was the music and having a good time. Right. But I mean, and and you know, as, as bands, you know, happen, especially if you have a band that, you know, not not just coincidentally when you have like the front man or somebody and the band's named after them, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of times it, it's, it, it's a good representation of, Hey, I, I have musical ideas. This is what I'm putting forth out here. Mm-hmm. And you have other people. Uh, sometimes they put in, you know, more of a collaboration. Sometimes they don't. Uh, and then like in your case, you've, you've gone through, you know, some members here and mm-hmm. there, but the, the consistent thing has always been, this is the Jay Jackson band. We play, here's this, this amount yeah. of songs. And it's mostly coming from your brain with, yeah. with help from other people you know you know i i've and i've always i i have figured out that uh when when people hear 
the Jay Jackson band or or see the Jay Jackson band or they hear about the Jay Jackson band, there's a certain there's a certain type of music that I think that that uh, the certain type of sound I'll say not maybe it's not not necessarily a certain type of music but a certain type of sound mm-hmm. uh, uh, that that I have that uh, sets the sets me apart. And when I say me, I don't mean necessarily just me. I mean like as a as a band musically. Right. Uh, anything that I'm involved in uh, kind of gets has a distinct. Uh, flavor to it uh and i think a lot of people come to expect that uh whenever they hear about the jay jackson band yeah i mean that, that, that for good or ill well, yeah i mean i think that's a good way to put it i i can't say that i've seen specifically when you're calling it the jay jackson band not just you solo um not not a ton of times but the handful of times i hear i i, I know what i'm i know what i'm getting when right there, there's a Maybe not so much an expectation, but I'm like, this is when I hear, oh, the Jay Jackson band is playing, mm-hmm. and I'm like, All right, okay, I'm gonna hear, you know, these couple of songs plus yeah. this this sort of tone that goes with it, right? No, no matter who who it is who happens to be stepping in at the time, because a yeah. lot of times what I've noticed, you've got, you know, I, I didn't say that you're, you know, a staple of Little Rock for no reason. You you've you've placed yourself, at least in my opinion, you've placed yourself right in the middle of a whole bunch of musicians and and people. Uh, a lot of people know who you are, and you've associated with so many acts and, and even individual musicians that, you know, it, it seems, as you're saying, you don't cancel shows. So mm-hmm. you book a show, and if people aren't available, you're like, well, I have a huge talent pool to draw from, and the show goes on. Yeah. You know, and yeah. so that's that was that was fantastic. And that was very intentional. I, I, I never wanted to be in a situ- caught in a situation where, uh, you know, where I wasn't able to follow through on that because, you know, somebody else got sick or, or somebody else had something, had something come up or something like that. I never wanted to get, I never wanted to get caught with my pants down as it were. Yeah. You know, unless, never mind. I was going to go somewhere else with that. My mind wandered. Anyway. (laughs) But, you know, but yeah, that was, that was very much intentional. It's not that, and not that everybody, not that the folks that were around me were replaceable. It was just a backup. I just wanted, I always had that fear. I always had a fear that I wouldn't be able to make a show. I had backups lined up for me. Oh. I, no, I. I That's bold. Yeah. I, I uh, had Dean Agus, uh, Phil Houston were on short lists of, of people that, that I would have uh, called at the eleventh hour, if I if I if I had ever not been able to make a show or something like that, you know, fortunately that, that never ended up being the case. But uh, yeah, that was it was it was part of partly that and partly uh, wanting to learn uh, from these other guys, these other styles of musicians who that that I don't uh, necessarily get into that style of music per se but i but that i think that they're good musicians and good people and so i I try to you know give myself an in with those folks right. so okay well let's change gears just a little bit because right. i'm this is something that i've i've asked a whole bunch of people and i always wonder for <clears throat> I, mean, I mean when you look at being in a band or just being a musician or, or any part in there you have there, there's a couple of different places that you're at. Um, if, if you're playing music, there's the writing the music and practicing it, and maybe you're mm-hmm. just playing it. No, but maybe nobody will ever hear it. Mm-hmm. To there's the other aspect of if you record it, and sometimes, well, not sometimes, most of the time, if you do it well enough, you, you know, you build it up and it, and it gets layered and gets, you know, kind of that extra oomph in there. And then, the, then there's performing it live. You know, there's right. at least to me, that's how I like to yeah. divide those three up. Yeah. Is there? I don't know. For you either as a band or as you individually is there is there one that you enjoy more than one of the other just to make sure I, make sure i understand the question correctly like the difference between uh recording uh writing and recording a song and uh just recording that for my own whatever and then playing it out live is uh, all those yeah, is, whichever is, i mean okay. is, is it is it more you know from beginning incarnation of the song to if you guys practicing here in your room to mm-hmm. hey we're in the studio now and recording it or hey we're bringing this to people live for the first time I, I think right now I'm at a point in my musical career 
and I'm doing air quotes with my fingers as hard as I can. <laughs> At this point, in my in my in my musical experience, where uh, I'm having the most fun, just uh, really just playing with the songs, you know, um, and seeing what happens with them. Mm-hmm. There's not any expectation uh anymore for me now that i'm now that i'm retired now that she's retired now that i'm retired there's i don't have breaking news you heard it first jay jackson has retired (laughs) he has retired more times than michael jordan and then then you keep bringing me back you're just like when's the next show me specifically Mm, i I don't see why you blame it it it's you specifically you have been like i have done a retirement show and you and you've been like so where, where, so where are you booked next? Okay. Uh, for reference, I open up Jay's new CD, Enjoy, enjoy, Envy the Faithful, which is available now. First thing you see right in here, many thanks to you guys. You did something that I didn't think possible. You got me excited about music again. My name is not listed in here, so don't give me crap about, oh, Robert, you're, you're the one responsible for getting me back in music. Well, if I'm the one responsible, why am I not in your CD? Throw you were on the last one. Was you were on the last one. Yeah, the <laughs> last one didn't get a fancy cover. It didn't get a thank you page. Well, I didn't have the money for it. Oh, then. I didn't have it. I how, didn't. How convenient on the, <laughs> the CD with the shitty song. With I Robert tell you what, funny. I'll go back and do a greatest hits. <laughs> oh, and no. you'll you'll be on the you'll be on the anthology. I'll give oh, you your okay. credit on the anthology. Yeah. No. no, I mean, yeah, you, you do. You go and you come back, and it's, it's good. <laughs> but the, well, the the thing of it is is is, is about. Uh, not having the pressure of, of trying to do live shows. I mean, it was, it was fun when I first started. And I I think when I, whenever I talk about quote unquote retirement, that's what I really mean is, is I'm, I'm really over the whole hassle of, of trying to gig and trying to travel and trying to load all this crap up and, uh, rehearse all this uh, stuff. And, you know, as, as, as much as I love, you know, working with uh, my bandmates and all this kind of stuff. You, you at, at a certain point, it's, it's like life starts happening. Mm-hmm. You know, and it becomes like herding cats. Uh, so it, it it was it was starting to be a, a, a strain, a, a very very deep emotional strain on me. And people like the cracks in the armor were showing, and people could tell. You know, I'd I'd had I'd have people uh, uh, ask me, "Hey, man, are you?" Uh, ask me several times in a night. Hey man, are you okay? Are you you know still? Are you all right with doing this? Uh, is something going on? And I just wasn't in a I was wasn't in a place mentally where I was, you know, uh, able to really produce the types of live shows uh, that I wanted to do that I needed to do. So I so so that so I stopped. So that's what I really that's what I really mean by retirement. Not that I was gonna quit music i never really was gonna quit music we, we know but <laughs> we know Jay. but being able to like uh free myself of the constraint of of having anybody expect anything from me you know like the the whole hassle of trying to do things live and and all of that it's it, it got to be too much and so with the uh, so with this album and with the uh, uh, and and when and, and with the album before uh, it 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 was a, it was a lot uh, it was a lot different in that you know I could just do what I wanted to do craft the songs the way that I wanted to craft them and have bring other people in, involved in the process mm-hmm. that were that were excited yourself for one. Uh, had a lot of fun uh, writing with uh, Tracy and Travis Haley. That was that was fun. That was that was fun. And those and those experiences bring Jeff White uh, from Five Point Cove. All, 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 it was it was fun. Uh, you know, it, it was it, and it was something that I, I that I had missed uh, doing the live stuff. Mm-hmm. So that, so I mean so that's I mean that's that's just me. That's where I am now. So. You know the the opinion has kind of shifted, you know, over the over the past several years. But uh, I, I'll I'll I think I've still got some 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 albums in me. I, I, as as but as for uh, doing the live stuff, I, I I'll I'll see you know 
where where the energy takes me. Yeah. You know, well, as far as that. That to me that that it reminds me a lot of I don't and it kind of comes off as as maturing or you know, an evolution of sort, you know, and maybe it's just from my own experience. Um, a lot of these things that I ask people um, that that seem to have been playing music for years and years or are pretty established or whatever, um, I, I wonder how close their journey has been to my own. Because I've had, I don't know, I've only been in one band. I'm still mm-hmm. in it, and it's mm-hmm. it, it to me, it's it's been like, all right, this is a growing thing because I've never mm-hmm. experienced anything else before. So. You know, and even the fact that when we started, it was like, I'm going to start a band because <laughs> we're going to be awesome and people are going to love us and this and that. And, and you, you know, it's, it's that, you know, to put it lightly when you're, you know, I'm going to be a rock star. You know, it's, it's that. And then, you, and then you grow up and you're just like, holy shit, yeah, I'm like not this, a rock star. Like, this, this doesn't work the way that you see on TV. <laughs> I'm 43 years old. Exactly. What am I doing with my life? Yeah. And, and you look at, um, I don't know, it just to me, it seems like you, you create this. It, at first, it's it's an excitement. Like, yeah. look at what I can yeah. achieve, and then it becomes an expectation. And it, yeah, here, here's the difference in your case and my case. In your case, you were you had a level of success where yeah, there was an expectation. It's like, mm, when's right. Jay playing a show? When's that? People didn't exactly ever ever really go like, <laughs> well, Robert, when are you guys playing more shows? Every once in a while to humor me, yes. But <laughs> most, most of the expectation was on my own head. It's like, no, we have to stay relevant and do this, and and that's mm. where a lot of the plan had backfired. It's like you go online and like you create a presence, whether you're yeah. actually doing something or not. It's like, yeah. yes, we're, you don't let people say, Oh, we haven't done shit for six months. So, uh, I guess we're still there. No, you, yeah. you, you put out things you, 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 pre- okay. Maybe not, not, not as much as I have pretended that you're still doing things <laughs> because what that does is eventually like right now it backfires and it turns into, you know, uh, the expectation myself. Well, I have to keep it up. Well, you know, there's there's yeah. a, there's a there's a happy medium that you have yeah. to have. You know, you can not play a show for uh, for six months, eight months. You know, and everybody's forgotten about you. But if you do what we were doing, there was a there was a point in time for like uh, like a five or six month period. We had a show every weekend. Nice. Every weekend I was somewhere. No, it's not nice. not as nice as you would think. I know. Yeah. Because by the end of that five or six month period, I was fucking exhausted. I was don't talk to me. Don't know. I, I you know, if I if I if I see another guitar, I'm gonna vomit. That's the the point that I was at. But uh, but it got to the point that the fans were like that as well, and yeah. people that were that started off coming to our shows on a regular basis got tired of it since because we were just, we were saturating ourselves. We were, we were hitting it so hard all the time. So I think, I, I think you have to find that balance of, you know, between making sure that, uh, that folks remember you and say, yeah, we're still here motherfuckers. But, uh, at the same time, you don't want them to get tired of you. No, no, it, it's hard. I think, um, again, what, what do you base, uh, your musical endeavors off of because you watch i mean even anything in the music industry is not the same as it used to be you you i mean there is no channel on tv where you're going to see music videos anymore it's just not going to happen people don't do the same thing and and then you look and look at well okay well where can i base this off of okay local musicians but they don't you you don't play six shows you know within a two-month period because yeah people aren't going to come and see it it doesn't matter even if you are the most kick-ass band ever. They'd be like, I've seen this before. Right. Unless you change it up every week. And, yeah. it, and it reminded me of, um, it, it kind I don't know, kind of like this, kind of not. In in high school, I remember being in marching band. And uh, the way that we did it, uh, you know, to, I don't know, did, did you, you were in band in high school, weren't you? Uh, no, actually. No, okay. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'm thinking of somebody else. Right. <laughs> but what, what they would do is, you know, you'd start your, your summer, summer rehearsals for, for marching season, you know, towards the beginning of August or something like that. Mm -hmm. And and how we did it is for the first, I don't know, four or five weeks of of football games, we would slowly add on to the show. Like the first show we would play one song during halftime and we'd do like half of our steps and then we'd stand still for the rest of the song Mm -hmm. and we'd march off the field. And, you know, progressively get more. And then by mid season, you're doing a full show, Mm -hmm. you know, four or five songs, you're marching all over the place and doing everything. And I remember, you know, that was, Really, that's really the only way that you could do it. You have right. these two hundred kids trying to get this done and everything, and and I just I remember overhearing some guy. He was either in one of my classes or somebody in the stands. Like, 
why don't these kids do something different? They do the same songs every week, whatever. Mm. And, and, and I just, it always bothered me. I'm like, you don't know how much work it is. Yeah. To submit. yeah. And, and then when you look at, you know, like bands and things like this now, it, it's, it's, it's kind of the same thing. It's like, you're, you're progressing. You can't write, well, you can, but you can't write a, a, a new set of songs like every week. And no, be like, if, it, even if, even if that was, if music was all you did, you wouldn't be able to do that, you know. Uh, and and we it was our situation was compounded uh, in the Kings and in the Jay Jackson band. I mean, all of us had all of us had full time jobs. You know, we all had other things going on. We had lives to live. We had to you have to keep the lights on. Mm-hmm. You know, so there's only uh, so much time for, you know, uh, for practicing and, and 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 all of this you know if you're if depending on depending on how far you're wanting to go with it now uh I, and I will say that we we got pretty prolific uh because we were doing so many shows um and we figured out pretty quickly how to you know at least half ass our way through a lot of requests uh and we we actually got to a point I, I i'm pretty proud of this we played two shows two three hour shows uh back to back on friday and saturday on like a friday and saturday friday we were at uh 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 uh, Denton's Trot Line in Benton, which is no longer there, uh, unfortunately. Sad, great place. Uh, but we were we were there on a Friday, and then we turned around and went to Fox and Hound in North Little Rock uh, on Saturday. And ex- uh, except for our original stuff, we played six hours. Except for the, our original material, we played six hours straight of totally different sets. Wow. Yeah, it was. I mean, that was so. That was pretty good. But that's a. That's a a testament to the level of the musicianship of uh, of of the guys that I was playing with, and, and I I can't give them enough kudos. I I, I really can't give them uh give them uh, say enough about uh, Josh and Casey and Angeline and Matt and uh, oh my God uh, uh, Jesse, all those guys. You know how much work that that they put in a to just get good at their instruments, but two you know put up with my ass. <laughs> but uh uh you know that was that was that was amazing stuff you know it just it was those were those were the times that I think of 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 you know it being of it being fun miss those days wish i had that kind of energy i'm too old for that shit now <laughs> too we're, old we're all getting too old for this kind of stuff yet we we continue on. Did you just turn twenty one? Uh, I'm thirty now, bro. What? what? I still got all my hair though, so I'm I'm looking a little younger than you, yeah. And that's the infamous Jay Jackson face, his grumpy old man face, where he looks like the Grinch a little bit, just kind of. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, if you hear on the news about Robert Shepard getting power bombed in the middle of Markham. This is the this is the incident. Now you now you know why. Now we know. Except now you why. If that happens, this probably won't go up. So yeah. <laughs> Hate to throw that asshole logic in there, but uh, I just pulled a Derek on you, man. <laughs> it's all right. Derek can get power bombed too. We're all good there. <laughs> um, I just that that seriously blows my mind. I I've. I've been to a, a, only a handful of shows anywhere, even like local artists or or you know quote unquote established bands, or whatever mm-hmm. that are that are right. three hours long. That's mm-hmm. that's a long night, you mm-hmm. know. And, it is. And I can't. Yeah, I think like the longest show that I've ever played was like an hour fifteen, and I'm completely out of gas at that point. Of course, I'm not. Well, you ain't got but twenty minutes worth of music anyway. Uh, No, it's more of me just wiggling too much. But but a lot, a lot can happen in three hours. That's Mm. I don't know. Like, is there any? And I know that most of your shows were we're kind of you know because you guys added you know some originals and you had um, you know covers and stuff like that. Is there any like weird? Requests you guys have ever gotten or anything bizarre that Man. happened at a live show? <clears throat> well, the the <laughs> not so much weird requests, just 
frequent requests for Hootie. Because, I mean, <laughs> people see, you know, a black guy with a guitar wearing a baseball cap fronting an all-white band. And, of course, the first thing out of their mouth is going to be, play some Hootie. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, sure, sure, I'll play you some Hootie. And every time I little, I, I started this, we'd start uh, – the one that we would always do was let her cry. And every time we'd started, you know, I'd, I'd, I'd sing it. I'd sing the hell out of that song. I think I sound better than Darius on that song. But every time we played it, I'd die a little bit inside. But I had to play it because they tipped me $20. You there know what I mean? Go. It's just like, ugh. Uh, I, I, like uh, Josh would learn how to play certain songs if he didn't like it, but he had to learn it. He'd play it one-handed. No, oh. <laughs> like well, that's gonna work. Out. And like, or 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 play <laughs> or play them upside down, just something to, you know, make it different. <laughs> if I'd have played the song one handed, I'd have I'd have spent the other the whole song uh, flipping them off with my other hand. Is what I'd have done. You're a classy man, Jay. I I don't give a fuck. <laughs> Call me Hootie one more goddamn time. I just. I'm I'm coming out with a country album after this. My next album, I've already decided, is going to be a country project. Okay. The title of the album is going to be "Don't Call Me Hootie." Don't call me Hootie. That's the that's the that's the title. <laughs> and anybody who knows about Darius Rucker gonna be like, "Oh, well, you're just following after him. You're dropping exactly. You're doing the same thing. You're dropping your blowfish and you're just hanging out, Hootie. Good job. <laughs> and you're playing country music now." Damn it! You cannot win, Jay. Damn it, Rob. Uh, you know what? Darius Rucker is actually a, a, he seems like a, a like a pretty nice guy. I'm sure he is. Did yeah. I tell you? Did I tell you that he tweeted me once? Really? My aunt, my aunt of all people, suggested that uh, I just do a Hootie, uh, just do a Darius Rucker cover band, and I tweeted that and tagged him in the tweet, and he tweeted me that back. And he goes, ain't no money in that. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to have a beer with him one day just to be like, I don't know. People's minds will be blown. I'm sure. I'm pretty sure heads would explode. Yep. That's true. <laughs> Isn't it weird? Like, maybe it's maybe not you because you're, you know, a man and I'm a loser. But you, you ever get like, you know, you tweet something out maybe at a celebrity and they'll they'll – retweet it or they favor very rarely they'll tweet back and you, you get all like giddy you're like ah, celebrity's talking to me no uh so you yeah, know what? i've never then. i've never really been uh been a starstruck sort of sort of person I've, and i've met um uh, i've met a a few uh, a handful of celebrities not like a lot but uh there there, there aren't many I, i'm just not the the geek out sort of person you know i've met uh neil degrasse tyson who's uh, very down the earth very very approachable, love him. Uh, George Decay, uh, George Decay, who is uh, very down to earth, love him. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mark Henry, who I think I actually caught him on a bad day. Oh, it was early. It was really early, and I and I don't know that he'd had much sleep the night before. <laughs> I don't think they ever get any sleep. And if, if I'm thinking of the time that that you're talking about, he was a bad guy at the time, and he. Oh really? He, yeah. <laughs> it, and I'm sure that if he heard us uh, that night when he because he was here for SmackDown, I'm sure yeah. if he would have heard us that night, he would have been less happy that we kept yelling at him, "Hey, fat predator!" Oh no, <laughs> no! You called Mark Henry a fat predator. Yeah. <laughs> see, see, Tracy kept calling him that, and I'm like, "Why do you call it?" Because he, you know, he had his dreadlocks at the time, and you're like, oh, "He does. He looks like a fat predator." That. Mark Henry is not a man I would want to make mad, though. I mean, even you know, you see him on TV; he's a big man. Yeah, and he's yeah. not he's not billed as the world's strongest man for nothing. And then I see that picture of you, and his his hand, hand is like it's a, like big as big as my head. As big as your head. It's like yeah. a ham. He's got hams. <laughs> I'm sure he wouldn't appreciate that comment either. He's not a man you, you want to make mad. I, I don't know. I. I st- I, I'm not. I, I'm not somebody who gets starstruck really either. But you know, I get people don't tweet me. So like, yeah. it's like, like, <laughs> in general, I get excited if somebody tweets at me. Well, but, I, I figure. I, I feel like you haven't been on Twitter in a while. I, I haven't. I, I leave it alone. Um, Why? And and some people might fear Aww. that I don't poop anymore because that's the only time I would tweet. Tweeting it when I'm pooping. 
Hashtag places I take a dump. I'm pretty Bring sure back. that that's, you know, the 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 most intimate thing I know about you. Oh, like, I... I'm sure it's not. <laughs> but, uh, no, I'm just saying, like, I, the very rare occasion that I catch the attention of somebody, it's like, oh, great. But then you remember, and I'm like, oh, well, they're just people using the same media that I am. Mm-hmm. And, and that brings me to what... What I was just wondering then, like you've you've met a handful of um, I don't know bigger musicians, and mm-hmm. it just yeah was there was there a point in time where it was like oh I'm meeting so and so, and then you 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 talk to him and you're like oh you're just you're just a dude doing the same thing that I'm doing, but you just you're getting money for it yeah um there there there's not not on like uh, a level of like meeting say uh, like tom petty or 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 snoop or something like that but you know but other but other musicians who are uh local music locally based musicians i'll say who uh have done some traveling and been around and done some things um i i've i'll talk to those guys and kind of get their take on a lot of their experiences and things like that and kind of realize that you know they're they're their experiences, you know, very, very closely match what I was going through, uh, you know, my musical journey up from, uh, from the, from a certain point to a certain point, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So, uh, we're, it's, it kind of helps me realize that, you know, it doesn't matter, uh, where, where you are, we're, we're, we're all still just, we're all still hustling. Yeah. We're all still hustling. So. Every day. (laughs) Every, Every day. That that all that that bubble got ruined for me. Um, I think like all at the same time. What do you um, mean? Well, like I said, I started doing um, music stuff with T three in two thousand seven, and at that point in time, all I do is you know I'd go to shows and I you know, I started going to shows locally because before that I just assumed this is terrible for me to think, but it's like oh. Local music is crap. Local musicians mm. suck. You know, because that's just that's the that's I, that I feel like that's thought. the that's the yeah. born mentality. I feel like mm-hmm. you get unless you actually listen to music, and then you're like, right. oh no, people everywhere has to start somewhere. Yeah. Um, but you know, I'd go to shows and I would just sit and watch. I'm like, okay, this is this is how this front man is doing this, or this is you know they're playing yeah. all their songs. And if you yeah. like, for instance, if you follow a band, you know, from one town to the next, you're like, oh, this is the exact same show the next day because. Mm. It's a new experience for this new town, but because they can go around, that's right. how that works, you know. Right. Um, but you know, it, it, it's one of the things. Like for instance, um, it, you know, at the time, because I'd been, I'd seen, you know, this band at this venue or this band here, or whatever, you know, it was like here, here are my little goals. I'm like, I want to play a show. I want to record an album. I mm-hmm. want to play at this venue or mm-hmm. this venue. First time I played at uh, at uh, the old Juanitas, for example, mm. to me that was a huge milestone because Juanitas I'd seen lots of, of bands yeah. that I really liked there. Yeah, and so I'm like ah, oh, and then I get there and I'm like this is great and I you know and it, and it was you know mm. I, I'm I'm standing on the same stage that I saw this band and this band and this band and then I realize it's just a building. Right. What do I care? Yeah. You know, and then further down the line, um, friend of mine now. Uh, Ryan White, he used to be in a band called Resident Hero, mm-hmm. one of my favorite bands for the for the longest time for various reasons, you know. Mm-hmm. And they, you know, they were never, you know, hey, we're on MTV, we're the biggest band in the world. But they, you know, they were enough of a band that they toured around. They toured with their good friends with Flyleaf, and they were on like all of their tours mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And um, they played a show at Juanita's mm-hmm. and um, you know I was following them on MySpace at the time because <laughs> that shows how popular and dated this all is right that's here. right <laughs> do kids even know what MySpace is anymore I don't know um, but they you know he he they would post things after they because they're on a tour they'd post things after shows and stuff like oh hey this show was great whatever and so I'm like looking I'm like what did they say about the Little Rock show me and one other person who knew who they were and I don't know, whatever. But he's like posted like their their guitar tech or whoever was driving with him like posted this sarcastic comment. Great show in Little Rock. Ryan left his guitars there. We're in <laughs> we're in Louisiana right now, so uh, you know. And I'm just like, oh, that sucks. And I I sent a message. I'm like, that blows. I live in Little Rock. Do you do you need me to pick them up for you? Or you know, I'm just I'm just being nice. You know, I'm like, whatever. Because in at that point in time, it's like this is a band I look up to. These mm-hmm. these 
they the, these are the musical gods that look down on us. Peons, you know? <laughs> That's not the case at all. Nobody nobody really does that. And and the musicians and people who do that are a bunch of assholes. Right. You know? Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> but you know, I get a message back, and and this is where you know I go from. This is the end of my giddiness about um, celebrities mm-hmm. contacting me. I get a message straight from him. It's like, "Hey, this is Ryan. Here's my phone number. Call me." What? What? You know, wow. This is you know. I'm like, oh my gosh, what okay. do I do? You know, <laughs> did, you, did you call him? I, I did call him. You know. Okay. Well, you know, I called him, and uh, you know, he's like, "Oh hey," you know, and I'm talking to him, and he's like, "Yeah, I, I remember you." So then on the inside, he remembers. <laughs> but again, let me emphasize, I'm I'm not kidding. They they were playing a, a solo show. They got added to just a local bill, mm-hmm. so they were like an opening act for, you know, I I don't even remember who the yeah. local band was at the time. So so there was literally me and one other person standing there to watch them play when the night before they were opening for, um, I think fair to Midland for like wow. 500 people or something. Yeah. So, you know, whatever it was an experience for everybody. But yeah. so yes, if, if it was, who, who were you at the show last night? Were you the girl or the boy? <laughs> the boy. Okay. I know who you are. Yeah. You know, but it was just, it was one of those moments and he's like, Hey, yeah, if you can, I'm in Texas right now. Cause it was like, it was Christmas Eve. That's what it was. Christmas Eve. <laughs> He's like, I'm in Texas visiting family. Um, would you be willing to go get those guitars and like, I'll come and pick them up? You know, it's like he's, I think he was in Dallas, maybe. And I'm like, so then we're, we're contacting back and forth. I'm like, oh well, uh, you know, let me meet you halfway or something like this. We ended up meeting in Arkadelphia, and so I'm driving. I'm like, I'm gonna go meet Ryan. I'm, 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 I'm gonna ask him all these questions and all these things. And I have his guitars in my car. Yeah. You know, and I'm so excited about this, and I get there, and then. You know, long story short, you know, he, he brought his, his grandmother with him, which yeah, I'm like, rock stars don't have grandmas. <laughs> Especially not when I never hear him say a word almost. You know, he's very friendly and everything gets yeah. in the guitars. And then he's like, hey, let me take you to dinner or whatever. And you, I don't know, Arkadelphia, that, that part of it, there's nothing right. out there. So yeah. it's like, well, there's a McDonald's, let's go over there. Yeah. The only person who speaks the whole rest of his night is, is his grandmother just telling us stories about... <laughs> Everything, <laughs> everything, which was cool. She was really nice, really friendly. I'm not complaining but about you, that. But you didn't get to talk to him and you know pick yeah. his brain and, and that, like. And that's fine because I think I would have annoyed the hell out of him with all my stupid <laughs> questions. Because at the time I'm like, look at this, this guy I look up to and his music and I love his music. And then as I'm sitting here listening to this, I'm like, I'm looking at it and I'm like, this is just some dude. This is some skinny looking dude who plays the guitar and sings very well. I'm like, yeah. what am I? I mean, still great music, great guy. Right, like, yeah. What am I getting so excited about? <laughs> and so after you know, and then cool thing, you know, I get to be friends with him, and I, I text him every once in a while, and, and he stayed at my house a couple times when they passed through. But still, I just, you know, there comes a point in time where I feel like, again, going back to evolving or maturing, maybe in music, whatever. Mm-hmm. I think maybe it's just me being slower on that, but that that's one of those steps that I came to where it's like everything everybody out there is just doing the like you yeah. said everybody's doing the exact same yeah. thing you are they're just in a different place yeah and um they're either more or less successful than you but it's like whatever my my opinion has always been whatever anybody else could do you can do yeah you just have to find the right avenues or or effort to do so i think a lot of it has to do also with uh the attitude of the of the of the people that you're talking about i, I think that you know the ones that uh have a good attitude about uh, about things and about where they are and about other people who uh, are following them and want to do the same thing uh, will will generally be looked at a, a different way whenever whenever you uh, whenever uh, you deal with the fans. I, I've always been the type of person um, that figured that you know I, I wouldn't I wouldn't be. I wouldn't be where I am if it hadn't been for other fellow musicians, you know, giving me a shot. I owe every, I owe, uh, every, every bit of, uh, musical credo to, uh, 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 that's not a word. I just, yeah, I'm just making, I'm making shit up props. Musical credo. Yeah. First. Yes. <laughs> I owe all the props in the world to, you know, uh, to Rena Wren, who, you know, uh, was the person who gave me the first uh, uh, show to to uh, at, at town at town pump? 
mm-hmm. opening up for her. You know, there there was zero money involved, but there didn't have to be. Hey, we got a show, and then we were able to get booked on our own there after that. But she opened that door. Phil Houston, as much shit as people talk about Phil Houston, he's got a special. That dude has a special place in my heart. Because uh, if, it, if it hadn't been for him, we'd never would have gotten that Fox and Hound. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dean Agus, you know, uh, all these all these different uh, people who were uh, looking out and saying, hey, this guy's pretty good. You know, maybe we can uh, give him a chance. And it makes, uh, to me, to me that makes uh, all the difference in the world, you know. Uh, and and uh, Phil being on tour now and Rena doing all the traveling that she, that she does. Mm-hmm. Rena's been across the country. You know, from from coast to coast, doing doing her thing, and uh, it's if if those guys uh, blew up tomorrow, you know, I'd uh, I'd I'd be I'd be proud to say that hey, I op- I opened for Phil Houston once, or I did a show with Rita Red once, or, or or Dean Angus or whoever, you know. Uh, but I I I know that at the at the end of the day, those those guys are really are really still. Uh, humble guys, and they're just guys. You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. So it makes it makes that that's the difference maker to me. To me. So, so in other words, you're you're basically just sitting and waiting for your friends to become famous, <laughs> so that you can go to the tabloids and just not tell those really, shitty not, stories. Well, you know, I, the, that you know, guy sucks. You know what? That came why. that came out <laughs> that came out wrong. I, <laughs> that's not that's not quite how I meant. That. I got you. I got Real, real quick. We're running out of time here. I guess. Who cares? Who gives a shit? I can do whatever time I want. I want to keep it. It's your show, guys. Around, around an hour. But you know. Do you know how to edit? Shut up. I'm just saying. Shut your mouth. Real quick. Run down real quick. Any, any like milestones that you that you feel like you know you you've checked off. Is there is there a checklist that you've been like throughout your musical career? You're like. I had to do this, this, and I and I did it. You know, I've never, I never really thought about it. Um, if if there was, I don't think that I've gotten half the shit checked on it, and that I, you know, that that there w- that would have been there. I, I don't, I don't think that anymore. It's it's not so much about checking the box. Um, because that's because that's what one that was that's one of the things that that's the type of mentality that got me so frustrated. Uh, uh, early, uh, not early on, but, uh, before I, uh, gave up doing the live shows, it was like, I've got to check the box. I've got to do this. I've got to accomplish things. I've got to mm-hmm. do it. And I lost sight of, you know, the, the, the idea of, of making good music. I forgot why doing it made me happy, mm-hmm. you know? And so that right now, that's, that's the only box that I'm checking. Is it making me happy? Am I enjoying doing this? Am I having Am I having a good time? Because if not, I'm not have if I'm not having a good time uh, uh, crafting the song, if I don't like it, if I think it's uh, ends up ends up looking like crap or or you know going just going through the motions or whatever, what are the fans gonna think? What are the people who are listening to the music? What are they gonna think? Right. So that's so that that for me is is the focus uh, above above everything else. It's just having a good time, you know, and, and enjoying the music myself that I'm, that I'm making and that I'm making with, with friends. And that, that, that to me is the, what makes all the difference in the world. That is well said. You don't, you don't my two of my early check boxes were one play a show mm-hmm. and two don't throw up while playing a show. Yeah. Did you, that was a real concern. That was a real concern. You were, were I, you nauseous? I do. I get. I don't know so much anymore. I think I've maybe I've finally gotten over it. I haven't played in a show in a long time, but yeah, every every show would be like I'm so excited to do this, but man, I get I really? feel sick as a dog, and I get up there and I'm like, oh gosh. Once once the show starts, this is not a problem. It's it's getting ready to go on really? and everything. Oh yeah, huh. yeah. If every like seriously every show for the first year or so about. 15 minutes before we hit the stage, you will find me in the bathroom dry heaving every, every time. Even the, so what about the, the, the time that we were at the joint and I was filling in for Oh no, I I didn't care at that point. (laughs) That that was, I'm, I'm, I'm used to doing this again and be, while that show in retrospect, I look back, I'm like, that was a, 
that was a good show. It was a lot of fun and everything. <laughs> I was not a happy camper that day. There was a lot. There was a lot of things that were not going well that there, day that oh. I was. I was not thrilled at. Oh. Not not any one person or thing in particular. It just happened. It just was. Day. It just was one of those days. Yeah, just one of those days. And I was just. At, by the time that show was over, I was just not thrilled with the fact that. Uh, I don't know. I didn't feel like we got the response that I was looking for and. I don't know. There were some miscommunications, but it, you know, in Who the end, who cares about those pictures anyway? Oh well, yeah, and it's fine. And I, and I look back at it now, and, I'm, and I watch it, and I'm like, oh, "That was great." If if nothing else, for I, I think Travis was a little annoyed at too at some point mm. because then we start trading off just incredibly sarcastic and almost very mean <laughs> insults, <laughs> not necessarily to each other or the band, but to like people in the crowd. Just but I'm like, yeah. "You guys aren't listening to us, so yeah. stay seated, whatever." You know, just. You not that specific mean, about no. mean things. No, no never, James. No. No. Never. Asshole. I, I had no reason to yell at you other than, you know, than the, hey, Jay, you, you start this next song, two songs from now. Okay. And then you disappeared. I didn't. You know, no, you that is not the way that I remember that. I remember being given a set list and thinking that I had two songs to change outfits. You know what I, you know what I did, Rob? I got out there and I got the crowd hype. That's what a hype man does. Yep. And then he and then he came back and you jumped in and we're all like, "Yeah." And then you just kind of look at me and I'm like, "You start this one." <laughs> oh. oh, my bad. I don't remember it like that. Oh, okay. I don't know what you're talking about. It's all good. <laughs> it was it was a lot of fun. Um, it was a good day. I, I, had, I had a blasty blast playing playing a show with Mr. J. Jackson. I hope I hope we are able to do so in the future. Man, sure. if if we um. This next uh, this country album you want to you want to be on it? Want to um, lend sure. some lend your voice to that? Let's do a little country. <laughs> uh, uh. Do, do a little of that classiness up drink, in this drink, joint. Drink some drink some beer. Drink drink some purple drink. Some beer. Get some purple drink. You know, country singers don't drink purple drink. I drink purple drink. We drink uh, what do we drink? We drink uh, Bud Light. <laughs> I'm drinking purple drink. <laughs> That's one of the worst things that I've said. Today. What is wrong with just, you, man? I, I don't, don't know. You're, just, you're such a disappointment. I know. All right. <laughs> Jay Jackson has a new CD right now, Envy the Faithful. Where where can people get this? this you guy? can holler at me on uh, Facebook. Look up the Jay Jackson Band on Facebook. Uh, send me a private message uh, uh, there uh, to. And while you're there, like the page or. You can uh, holler at me on Twitter at Jay Jackson Music. Just send me a message. Let me know where you where you heard about it, and I'll get the CD to you. It, it will be coming soon to uh, CD Baby, iTunes, all that good stuff. Just as just as soon as I figure out how to set that up, <laughs> I'll put out links and everything uh, at that at that point. But uh, as of right now, no. Just just holler at me on Facebook or on Twitter again at Jay Jackson Music. Or the Jay Jackson Band uh, on on Facebook. Yep. I will say I will vouch for this because my word obviously means a lot. This is a good album. It is. Uh, You've heard it. I've I've heard most of it. You've heard, yeah. That's that. You, I, they yeah. they might have been rough mixes, but if if that's the case, then then this probably sounds even better. <laughs> um, what I from what I here here's my my very quick review on the very little that I've heard of it. Okay. It's it's different from the last one. Very much. It's, yes. It's it's more. I don't know. There's more mu- more music is not the right word to say. There's there's more instrumentation in here. Yes. It seems more full band yes. than the last album. Yes. Which you know, on a personal thing, I like that more. I, <laughs> I really liked your last album. It was it was stripped down everything. Because you were on it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. But no, I, I I honestly like when I I come back to full more more full band music mm-hmm. than other. Yeah. But this is really well put together music. There's a little bit of everything in here. There's a lot of different genres. There's yeah. a lot of different stuff. Uh, I feel like your your songwriting has has jumped up a notch even here. There's a lot of really strong lyrics, a lot of strong emotion up in here. And there, the the some of those some of those play things. Uh, uh, some of those track came tracks came from uh, some dark places, and and uh, if uh, one of these days I'll I'll get drunk and tell you the story behind some of them. But <laughs> always looking forward to that. Yeah. One other question. Me being drunk. <laughs> I know you love me being drunk. Yeah. Dicks, well, dicks, 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 dicks. 
Yeah. <laughs> what, one other thing that I always keep meaning to ask you about this, because it seems like it's starting to become a trend, and if this is the trend, then, this, then I really look forward to this being a country version on the next album. Every album you put out seems to have one cover yes. of an 80s song. Yes. Is, that's going to continue, I'm assuming, I, right? Yeah, I'd, I'd like to make that a thing. I'd you like should. to make that a thing. <laughs> so, so if your next album is going to be country, are you going to... 80s country song no. or are you going to straight up like I'm no. going to countryfy I'm, 80s song? I've already decided what song I'm going to do I'm a, it's it's a uh, world premiere it's a, exclusive um, right it's here. a ballad it's a ballad it's a it's a it's a it's an 80s uh uh ballad and uh, I take it and turn it into a uh, turn it into a I, I country fry it country fry I it I country fry it you're going to country fry I'm going to country fry this 80s song so is it pour some sugar on me no <laughs> So rock me Amadeus. I'm, I'm just gonna keep naming 80 songs that are not ballads because I I, I have no idea what song you're gonna do. But I, I look I look forward to it. You know the song. I know. You I'm know sure. The song. Who who if it's not like an obscure 80 song, who doesn't know any 80 song? But <laughs> thank you for having your 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 faith that I know whatever song it is that you're gonna play. But I do look forward to it because. I think it's funny when you take uh, songs and take them out of their genre and turn them into something else. Yeah, I mean, that's that's hey, that's part of the fun. That's good. That's part of the fun. It's good stuff. But yeah, check it out. He's got a cool CD, and well, I don't know when. When are, what are you thinking about doing this third one? I mean, you just when? put this one out, but you know, I it'll it'll probably be uh, a little. I, I usually work start working on them around the same time of year, uh, around. Uh, September October time frame. I may do this the the country thing a little bit earlier. Maybe it may be uh, it may be late summer. Uh, because I already because I already know what I'm gonna do. Uh, for the most part, uh, what I want to figure out, what I still have yet to figure out, are uh, are who I'm going to invite to the album. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, one of my one of my favorite uh, local country guys, uh, Ben Coulter, Mr. Ben Coulter, who's a very Fan, he's a fantastic. He's he's a great guy, one. But uh, he's a but he's a fantastic vocalist. Um, I'm gonna, I'm going to invite him to the album see if he'll be a part of it. Uh, also, uh, my good friend Sam Williams, uh, who also had a who not too long ago put out his uh, uh, his album uh, uh, Nickel for the Whale. It was very good, very good stuff. Really, uh, really soul. It, it's really soulful type country. So. Uh, invite some of those guys on on there and see uh, and see what see what kind of good things come from it. Sounds good. So look forward to it. It's gonna uh, be good stuff. All right. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks, Jay, for being my probably first guest on this. Unless I rotate these around, <laughs> or if the internet, I'll do it again. I mean, we can find. You do. We need to we get can, you back. Cause... We can we can find some other things to talk about, man. There's a lot going on in the world. There's a lot of stuff going on, and I have like a, a, a million other. Things I wanted to get to. Because you didn't mostly, get to half. You didn't get to half. I, the I questions did not get to half that. Life. And you are an interesting dude. So it's always, you know, <laughs> you're not just all dicks, dicks, dicks. dicks. <laughs> Sometimes. 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 Depends on how much I've had to drink. There you go. <laughs> all right, we're just, just get, derailed you. Just, we're just, just end we're it. just, just going to go off. with that. Just you know. sign it off. Thanks. Thank you, Jay Jackson, for being here. That's the end of this. Whatever, I don't have a sign-off. It's, it's-